Welcome to Career Revisionist with Dr. Grace Lee, dedicated to doers, dreamers, and realists who want more success and satisfaction in their life. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a fulfilling career where it's all about doing work you love and growing your income without sacrificing your values? And here's your host. She has a collection of Muay Thai shorts with her fight name on them, Dr. Grace Lee. Hi, it's Grace again, and welcome to my car. I just got done recording a video on college, you know, whether or not college is the right choice for you. And I'm in my car right now. I'm driving in the suburbs of Vancouver towards where I live, towards my place. And I just got this inspiration that I needed to tell you something. I needed to give you a message. So I wanted to talk to you about and share with you some of um, some of the things that I do on a daily basis that really get me to where you know that 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 uh, that mindset that uh, that performance that I need to carry on with my day to make sure that I meet the goals for my day right so a lot of people ask me you know because uh, my, my background in neuroscience a lot of people ask me they say is it true that we only use 10% of our brains you know they ask me is it true that you know our, our potential as to perform as a person to perform as an employee to perform as a professional are we limited in our in our in our potential and that's the thing you hear a lot of people talk about well so-and-so is natural at this skill you know or so and so I, I can't get good at this because I'm not I'm not born with it right and so I get I get that question a lot do we use only 10% of our brains and what we're learning is it does it depend on being born with it does it depend on how much does it depend on genetics right and so I have good news the good news is that it's not possible right it is a myth that we only use 10% of our brain because think about this if we only use 10% of our brain then how could we walk and talk and learn and socialize I mean even talking alone having a meaningful conversation with someone uses so much so many areas of the brain right there is the motor component where your mouth is moving your tongue is coordinating with the roof of your mouth to make the sounds you need to depending on what language you speak right then there are the listening centers because in order to have a meaningful conversation you have to hear and feed back to them then there is the cortex then the, the the executive center of the brain and that is really complex because in order for you to respond in a way that makes sense in a way that delivers knowledge and authority you have to use those areas of the brain and how does that how is that possibly how does that possibly add up to 10% right so it is a myth that we only use 10% of our brain in terms of potential right do you have to be born with it in order to be good at it so there is a science this is actually a thing there's a science called the science of expertise and there are scientists who are extremely interested in how experts experts become so good at what they do you know it doesn't it doesn't matter what you're an expert in you're an expert when you have that incredible success performing that one thing really well that people seek you out for it people seek you for advice on it and nobody is, is could beat you at it right so take for example chess masters right expert chess masters these are people that know the game so well and they are the grand masters that the biggest title the the most prestigious title you can have as a chess player is being a grand master so are they born with it well the science of expertise shows that you're not you're not born with it you train for it and it's not about practicing it's not about working hard just work at it and someday you'll get it no that is not true a grandmaster becomes a grandmaster because they study intentionally and they study with purpose 
And it doesn't mean that you become a grandmaster if you spend 10 years playing as many chess games as you want, as you possibly can. That's not how they practice. The way grandmasters practice is they spend 10 years studying the next moves. So they study the games of other people. They study the games of other chess masters, real games, real life games, and they study each move that was happening. And what they're trying to do is recognize patterns. They are looking at these games that actually happened, real life games, and they're saying, okay, can I predict what the next 10 moves are gonna be? And when you do that often enough, when you do that often enough, and sometimes they get the next move wrong, right? So they assume in the game, I'm this player, they're trying to predict what the next player's moves are. If they get it wrong, they go back again. They go back and say, okay, why did I get that wrong? What gaps am I missing? What knowledge am I missing? And what that does is it builds up a mental representation. If you do that for 10 years, studying other people's games, you do that for 10 years, you have all the possible uh, representations in your mind on what a chess games look like and what the possible moves are depending on the relationship of each chess piece with the other chess piece. So that's how a grandmaster is made. They are not born grandmasters. They do not have a special gene that predicts that they're gonna be good at chess. And the same is true of you in your career. There is no gene that you need to wish for, that you had, that will allow you to be successful in your career. There is no special quality inside of you. There is nothing that, that you need to be born with. There is nothing that you need to, to be lucky to, enough to have in order to have the success, the, the success that you want. It is all about training. It is all about purposeful practice. And it's not just working harder. It is knowing what patterns you need to, re to recognize. What are these mental representations that you need to build in your brain in order to know, just know everything? Know everything you need to know about that field. So for example, for me, I have been in career coaching for 10 years. I started coaching people in their careers. I started helping people in their career decisions during my PhD. And that was like, that was more than 10 years ago, actually. And during, so in the 10 years time, I've talked to so many people. I started out in academia. So I started talking to master students, PhD students, and recent graduates, recent college graduates. So fast forward to that, I, and then I started expanding out. I started to talk to savvy professionals. I started to talk to executives. I started to talk to mid-level managers, senior level managers. And so in that time, I am practicing what I'm good at. I am practicing. And in that time, I have, so for lack of a better, it's a better term, it's like seeing, I've, I've heard all the problems that they could have. I've seen them all, and I, I've seen what, what that problem could cause for an individual. I've seen the symptoms that come up, that present themselves, when in, and I'm able to see those symptoms and know what the problems are, right? And it's because I've developed 10 years of mental representations that I can recognize patterns and I can identify the problem, right? And so the same is true of you. Where do you want to go in your career? What success do you want? And what industry do you want success in? Like, what do you want to be known for, right? And how, how far do you want to take this? Like, do you want to be grandmaster, chess grandmaster? Do you want to be a master chess player? Or do you want to be a good chess player, right? So you have to decide for yourself because taking that level, that next level of your career, in other words, being the master chess player and then being the grandmaster chess player. So being the master or the grandmaster in your career industry, in your career path, there is a cost associated with it. There is a price that you have to pay. 
So you have to be willing to pay that price. The grandmasters certainly did. They paid the price to be the grandmasters that they are. And the price could be, of course, the amount of time and the energy that you dedicate to becoming an expert. But it also, there could be a monetary price as well. Right. In order to be a grandmaster, you're also learning from other grandmasters. You're also learning from other masters in their fields as well. You're modeling success based on them. So find those people who have the success that you want, who've done what you have identified, what you need to do to have the career that you want. Identify those people. Go out and find them and do what you can to work with them. Do what you can to talk to them and figure out what they did, what they did to have the success that you desire, right? And so what you're doing is you are benchmarking. When you model what's successful, then you can have success. When you are close to and you, are, you have that proximity to people who can be that mentor for you, who can be that sounding board for you, and who can provide that feedback for you, after because they've had the mental rep representations, they've paid the price to develop those patterns, to be able to know what it takes to succeed. So do what you can to work with those people. Do what you can to be coached by them, to have them as your mentors. Right. So that's what, that's what I wanted to share with you today. Uh, just from, just from, just from knowing, uh, principles of brain science that it is possible. It is possible. You just have to want it badly enough and you have to be willing to pay the price. And first of all, and, and you also have to believe that your limit is not, your potential is not limited. Because there is no, there's no evidence that says that our potential as human beings are limited. It's not like a cup that you fill and then you can only fill it to the brim before it starts overflowing. Your potential is not like that at all. There's no evidence that says, that shows, that proves that there's a limit to what you can do. Right? There is only a limit depending on how far the boundaries are of your own belief. So do you believe that you have the ability to get to that next level do you believe in your mission do you believe strong enough in the path that the journey that you've decided to take so it all starts with belief start there start there so that's what I wanted to share with you thank you for joining me on this ride and I'd love to hear from you comment below what are what are the things that you desire in your career you know where where have you noticed some limitations you know where have you noticed some challenges what are they share them with me and I would be happy if you have questions drop them down below as well I love to take some questions from my listeners from my viewers as well and I answer them from time to time so I might be picking your question too so feel free to drop that comment below and also if you enjoyed this content if you enjoyed the ride with me in my in my hometown in Vancouver give me a like, like give me a thumbs up like this and remember to hit the bell to subscribe to my channel so that you can receive notifications each time I upload a new video and I always try to do something new for you so give me a thumbs up and I look forward to hanging you uh, hanging out with you again maybe in the car again maybe in a different part of Vancouver so thanks for listening and I'll see you in my next video